Alrighty. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, James. It's good to see you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed, indeed. Welcome back. And wow, we have a new setup. So for those joining us on YouTube, we have a completely new setup. Uh, James, thanks again for setting this up. We're going for more of a cozy, relaxed feel, aren't we? Yes, indeed. Yeah, and uh, there's quite an interesting story that you told me how you got this coffee table that's now has everything rested resting on it. But like, yeah, how did you find this? I was, ha- uh, I was on my jog this morning. I was running around the neighborhood and I saw this table on the side of the road and I thought it looked pretty good. And I just um, carried this 50 kilogram coffee table Sheesh. over like <laughs> 200 meters. What a flex. 50 kilograms. <laughs> yeah, no, this looks quite heavy and it's made of quite thick wood and... I don't know what this is. I'm not going to pretend I know what it is, but something pretty thick. <laughs> yes. Anyway, how was your week? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, just business as usual. Business <laughs> Work, as usual. Uh, church, gym, or well, church stuff, like, you know, small groups and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I haven't had to go to church yet, but yeah, just usual stuff. Nothing really to report. Just I'm excited for the King's Army event. So if you guys listened to this before the event, please, please sign up <laughs> to all the men at their church. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, James? Oh, yeah, business as usual. You know, mm. I actually saw um, Pastor Park during work yesterday. Oh, okay. I saw him walking by the Lacoste front store, past the door, and I was like, oh, Pastor. He's our senior pastor. Oh, did you say hello to him? Or? I did, I did. Oh, and nice. He came into the store. Oh, okay. Had a quick chat. That's pretty cool. So that was pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. It's always exciting to see someone you know at work. Yes. yes, indeed. It's always it's always good to see a familiar face. Yeah. And just a reminder, you've been listening to the King's Army podcast. We'll be back right after the intro. And we're back. So as you can see this week, we have a space here and it's for our next guest. And no, it's not their dog, Bobby. <laughs> hey, my, my head's feeling a bit itchy, man. <laughs> why, why do we have to wear um, beamers today? Good, a good question. Well, it's in honor of our guest. We're wearing beanies because um, it's, it's uh, I guess, we didn't get to imitate him uh-huh. <laughs> in the uh, as per tradition in our other podcast where we kind of imitate the next guest that's on. So we're just going to wear something that I feel like is pretty synonymous with <laughs> with the, this next guest. But can you guys please welcome our guest, David Chan. <laughs> Bring this man in. Oh. It's good to see you, lad. Oh. Good to have you, good to have you. Okay, we'll let you uh, set up. Yeah, man, it's it's an honor to be seated between the King's Army podcast hosts. Um, it's been a long time coming, but, you know, it feels like a dream come true. <laughs> like I'm on 
Jimmy Fallon or something. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. First time meeting Bobby today as well, and he's just chilling on the couch. Yeah, he's a a chill dog. He's a chill dog. It's good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming. Um, Shall we get straight into the program? Yeah. Before we do, I just want to say, like, um, James has been a phenomenal host. He just he made us spaghetti bolognese for dinner, (laughs) and he bought dessert. Yeah. And I asked him if I need to bring anything for tonight. And he's just like, just bring yourself, man. I oh. got you. And I was like, wow. Wow. This is the King's Army podcast experience, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it it's is. Crazy. James will cook for you. <laughs> Thank you for being um, an advocate. <laughs> I hope now that Chun's here, it will kind of boost our views a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but honestly, love what you guys are doing. Like, I love the fact that you guys are inviting people in our community especially like or specifically the brothers and really Mm. just get to spend like an hour or so just chatting and getting to know Mm. each each brother it's really cool it's cool that i'm guest number seven (laughs) i made it in the top or the first 10 so oh you're within the top 10 and sorry i won't won't stop you anymore (laughs) all good now we like a guest that can speak his mind and communicate well (laughs) so we appreciate that you're going to do well tonight. It's all about you tonight, brother. Yes, sir. So, as usual, what are we starting off with? Click, click, click. <laughs> That's right. The icebreaker. Now, would you okay, Mr. take Chan. it away? Yes, sir. Question one. What was the last song you listened to? Wow. What was the last song I listened to? <laughs> I might not even know the name of the song. So, I just... Actually, I do know the name. So... I've been asked to sing for a wedding, which I've oh. never been asked to do, but wow. I won't name names because like, yeah, it's just for a wedding, a very mm-hmm. special person's wedding. And they wanted, they requested that I sing. Do you guys know the, or Q? Do you guys know Q? Mm-hmm. But there's a song called uh, Take Me Where Your Heart Is. Okay. But it's a vibe. Oh, yeah, it's okay. like an old song. It's like false. Oh, it's not, I think it came out like a year or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah. But... It has like an old school feel. Okay. Yeah. Kind of Steve Lacey. Do you guys know Steve Lacey? I do. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I'm going to have to look these up yeah, after. I mean. yeah. Okay, then. Um, question two. How many pillows do you sleep with? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> these are some weirdly, weird, weird <laughs> questions. Like that. That, that's, uh, that's the nature <laughs> of icebreakers. It's just totally random. Yeah. So I have two pillows on my bed, but I only use one. But I like to rotate the pillows. It's just a thing. Like I use one pillow a lot. I'm like, maybe I should use the other pillow a bit. So I, I'll swap it. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. So I have two pillows on my bed. Yeah. How how many pillows do you sleep with? Yeah, two. Yeah. W- what about you? Like stacked? No, no. no. Oh no no. Like what? Like I use one. Yeah. Uh, use one. Okay. But one's on the side just for no reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah yeah. I do that too. <laughs> yeah. So you're not alone. Yeah. I only use one. He's oh, a practical okay. man, practical. Yep. All right, question three. Do you prefer looks or brains? Ooh. Let's say, like just in general? Or for yourself, for yourself. Ooh. If you had to choose, if you were born with either looks, only looks or only brains? Only looks or only brains? So you could be like the smartest dude, but like you just, yeah, yeah. you have no dress game. You, you just look. It's a bit yep. hard yeah, yeah. to look at. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, or like you're beautiful, but yeah. Bill, Bill Gates. 
Bill Gates. Bill Gates has the <laughs> the example brain, of brains. all brains, the brains and nothing guy? else. The brains yeah. guy. Nothing else going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Or do you want to look like um, like Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. But, but that's it. But your your IQ is like fifty. Or yeah. Something. Okay. I think I'll pick brains because I think long term, right? So just say you live the like average lifespan mm. or like you live till you're like 80 plus or whatever by the time you're that age like beauty doesn't really matter unless does this rule apply where even though you're 80 you look like you're 20 or something no 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 like you, no. of course your age okay like yeah then I, ch- I choose brains okay it's more mm. practical that's true yeah that's true Alrighty then question four what would an ideal off day look like for you? An ideal off day. Ideal Ooh, off day. It's a good one. Like take us through your um take us time. Through, take us through a day. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. So I get like two days off throughout the week and when I have a day off, my body clock I wake up naturally just early. Like example is like a couple of days ago, I said I forgot to set an alarm and then I I just got up during the like i think i got up at 4 50. normally my my alarm is like 4 30 or something yeah so i i could make make it to work but an ideal day off i would still wake up at like 6 a.m but i'll be like ah oh yes i can i can sleep in so I'll, I'll stay in for like another two hours and then um yeah like on my days off usually i'll try to spend it with some like to catch up with people if things line up mm. or if I feel like I've just been seeing too many people, I'll just go cafe hopping by myself. Mm. So I'll take a nice book or a podcast episode like The King's Army. Oh, oh okay. the no. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. So like, yeah, and I'll just, um, I'll go cafe to cafe, like go somewhere I don't know anyone and just spend some alone time. Um, sometimes just reading the Bible or my do my QT or... Yeah, listen to the King's Army podcast or, <laughs> yeah. So that that's that would be like an ideal day. Just like really slow, relaxed, like not think about anything, kind of uh-huh. take a step back from everything, all my responsibilities and just, yeah, just have coffee and chill. Mm-hmm. On that, like what's a, like what's a hobby? Like uh, what's a hobby of yours nowadays? Nowadays a hobby. Interesting hobby. Now, like, it used to be, a, like, a lot of music, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I think, like, coffee and work has taken such a big chunk of, like, who I am these days mm. that even on my days off, I think I want to, I like to learn or try or go to different places to experience coffee. Mm. Um, yeah, bit boring on that one, but... <laughs> <laughs> I watch coffee YouTube videos. My Instagram is like latte art. Oh. It's a bit, oh. yeah. It's everything's coffee. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of coffee. I just yeah, we were we established that during dinner. Like, <laughs> IJ doesn't. He's a tea person. You're a tea person. There's a tea in front of <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. As in, like, I do enjoy coffee, but like, yeah. I can't taste the t- difference between good and bad coffee. Yeah, but I think like. Oh, you're about to say something or yeah like i think coffee good coffee is subjective mm. it's like taste of music so mm. 
Uh, like interesting. You know, not everyone would enjoy the same genre of music, same as like an ideal cup of coffee for someone. Yeah. Might be like a soy mocha with two sugars or something. Interesting, interesting. Whereas for me, I would enjoy like a single origin filter coffee or like an espresso or something like that. So it's like, you know, it's, yeah, like it's, it's, subjective. it's, it's subjective. Yeah, because yeah. some people like things sweet, some people like things yeah. bitter. Mm. It just depends on the person's taste. Mm. Uh, okay, definitely. Next question is, yeah, what has been, say, a, a Bible verse or a book in the Bible that God has been speaking through to you recently? Mm. Um, if it's a verse, I think um, a passage or like a verse I always go back to. Um, maybe because like we were made to kind of memorize it um, for high school camps and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, is um, Hebrews 10.39, which is like, yeah, for we are not those who shrink back and are destroyed, but those who believe and are saved. And that's, it's like, I think that, it stuck with me throughout over the years. It's something that was just like embedded in, in the back of my mind, but I think it speaks volumes as I continue to walk with God. Um, as of recently, like we read through, in my small group, we read through Esther. And I think it's like the third or fourth time I've read Esther, but um, I think it's like, yeah, um, the biggest thing was like the, it hit me that, God is sovereign silently, like silent, so silently um, sovereign over like our lives, even though we might not hear his voice directly or we might not hear, you know, like even though when it seems like he's far away, like he's always there mm -hmm. and he's always working through mm -hmm, mm -hmm. each and every single day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So Hebrews and I think Esther, like God is sovereign. He's silently sovereign. Yeah. Mm. That goes along like the same line, I guess, of what I was I was going to share as well. Like yeah. recently I saw a quote by John Piper on Desiring God, the Instagram page. And he was saying how God is probably doing like 10,000 10, things in your life right now. And you're probably only aware of three of them. Did you see that one in, on IG? But like, I love my JP, but I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah. Have you, did you see it? Mm -mm. No? Yeah, like, the thing about, like, s s being si silently sovereign, because often, like, we always, we always asking God, you know, why can't you reveal the answers to me right now? Mm. But sometimes, like, he doesn't. Um, of course, like, he has his will behind everything. Um, mm. Yeah, but just knowing that he is, like sovereign in all things, even if he is like quiet to us, that is that is a good, um, I guess, good something. Yeah, something to hold on to mm. when we are when we are like struggling during like times or mm. seeking answers or help in life. Mm. Mm. And so it's to remember that yeah, definitely God is working, even though we may not see it or perceive it. Mm -hmm. God is always working. His hand is constantly keeping the whole universe at work. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's how much yeah, he is involved. You might not even, yeah, you might not experience in the present moment, but like, it's always when you look back at or look at it in hindsight mm. that, yeah, there's so many lessons that God 
um, yeah, puts you through your shows as you continue mm. to live life and yeah. How about you, how about you guys though? Like I guess James just shared, but how about you, IJ? Yeah, a, a passage I heard recently. I was listening to a sermon, um, and um, one of the pass uh, verses that stuck out was from Galatians two, um, chapter twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I know now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah, I just found that really encouraging. The sermon was about um, new creation, having a new life in Christ. And um, I just found that uh, verse very empowering in that like you know that that's like such a powerful powerful verse to kind of reassure us and, and affirm us in our identity and also like you know to to realize that yeah our lives don't belong to us and that you know it, it's it's more than just i guess yeah <clears throat> i like us in the flesh but us in in christ and yeah putting on the new life that we have now with him so yeah yeah, i just find like that's a great weapon against i guess whenever the devil plants seeds of doubt in our brains or in our hearts that we're able to cling on to god's truth like that as as reassurance yeah Mm. hold firm and um claim our identity in christ yeah 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 Mm. and i feel like that's something that i've been actually kind of thinking about as well is to be mindfully um spiritual mindfulness is um yeah basically what i i feel like i've been very much feeling like i've been encouraged to do Mm. because you know mindfulness in general is when you um you know connect yourself to your present whether it be concentrating on you know your, your hands and your breathing pattern and just to make you feel connected to present reality when you get all emotional and stuff but i guess spiritual mindfulness is that next level where you reaffirm yourself in the identity of god um that you have in in christ and that yeah you just remind yourself of the truth because it's easy to be swayed um by the things of this world or or to be distracted so yeah Mm. spiritual mindfulness if that makes sense (laughs) yeah preach preach You shut, you. you shut the lights out. Yeah, bro. Like he was, <laughs> he was speaking <laughs> such fire that like the light couldn't handle it. So it just Ooh, turned so off. Oh, so I'm actually worried. What was that? Yeah, it <laughs> is. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I tried to fix it, but oh, we'll plug it in at the back, maybe. Bo- mm-hmm. Bobby's about to go out as well. <laughs> go to oh. sleep. Go to sleep, Bobs. So you oh, guess you, ice is ice is broken. <laughs> yep, yep. Ice is I broken. We're, completed. Yeah, we're warm now. Yep. It's broken. It's not well. It wasn't even awkward to begin with because you're a good talker <laughs> and so comfortable at Aww. at sharing. So yeah, no. good man. Yeah, yeah. That's not James being um, violent. That's his, <laughs> his love language is um, violence. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I I don't doubt <laughs> Before that. Before we were having yeah. spag bowl, he spanked um Bobby. I'm like, why'd you? That's animal cruelty, man. Actually, it was interesting. The first episode, <laughs> I remember when we were interacting and you were asking me things. You were hitting me on the leg. Like doing this, and I was like, "Oh, is he telling me to stop?" Or he, <laughs> I was like, "But then it was just him, like just referring back to me." So I, yeah, it was an interesting. Just a, I just realized that was his uh, way of relating to people. Mm-hmm. 
It's endearing. It's endearing. <laughs> Can I share one more thing? It's a bit a weird weird fact about James. Oh, okay. What Not to it? put you on the spot. This is your podcast. So no, I want to no. respectfully share this. You have all you have all the freedom in the world. He Go likes ahead. to smell people <laughs> that he loves. Because this is literally just now. That's yeah. why, right? I mean, he smelled Bobby, but <laughs> even before Bobby was part of the Joe family um, household, and you know, he just he used to smell people like, like really, <laughs> yeah. really, yeah. I don't know why I did that. Like, so we, yeah. Now it's that cool. I think, yeah, now it's that what? I think about it, I did have this conversation with my workmates. We had our memories you, you, are connected to our senses. That's why. Um, so I'm trying to make the most of our relationship. By smelling. It sounds knowing, so knowing myself. No, that's fine. That's now, just, now, now, just like, now I'm just like a freak. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds very primal. And, uh. hey man, yeah, I mean, hey man, like the pod's about just getting to know each other. And I guess, yeah, the viewers or the listeners right now got to know James a bit. He's, um, he likes to spank and spank and smell. Spank and smell. <laughs> the two S's. <laughs> I do, I do. There's no Sorry, denying. Bro. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all, it's all love. <laughs> Wow, that was a lot of love <laughs> just then. It expressed the Joe way, James Joe way. Yep. But yes, but um, now that you've completed Icebreaker, thanks, thanks for uh, you know partaking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our next order in in our proceedings is normally we ask our guests, "How do we know you? How do we know you?" Yeah, how do I? How do I know you guys? Through. <laughs> well, I guess I, I guess, and we know each other through church. Yes, yep. one family church. We have to keep saying that name. So hopefully. one, OFC, <laughs> OFC. Granville, two B Factory Street, Granville. Yes, come three and join. PM service. Be there, or be square. Or be yep, be there or be square. You heard it here first. You're all welcome. Oh. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> Everyone's come welcome. Through. Yep. Be a friend. So we know you. Through uh, one family church, and I guess you kind of shared already mm. um, how you kn- you know uh, James. But yeah, can, let's continue that. How? Yeah. What was your first impression? When did you first meet our brother James here? <sighs> when did I first meet James? I think. Well, can can you share first okay. what you remember, and then see if he'll jog his memory. Yeah, because yeah. like fun, not a fun fact, but just a fact about me is I have really bad memory. Oh. So. Okay. A lot of people have to like <laughs> re-jog it. Like, remember when you said, or remember when you did this? And I'm like, really? And then, uh, yeah. So okay. Yeah. okay, let's see if you can help kickstart his memory. Well, my first memory of Chun. Chun used to wear like baggy, uh, baggy white tees, like simple white tees. Uh. And I remember white tea when Chun was still in high school, that's Axe Ministry. I was in one fam. So we weren't in the we weren't participating in the same uh, service, but I did see him come out of Axe Ministry one Sunday, and he had this duffel bag, this Nike duffel bag. I'm pretty sure you were wearing a cap as well. Um, and this was a time. I'm surprised. This was this was a time when you were like working out as well, like, Ooh. and you were pretty Ooh. buff. Oh wow! Like, like a crab, almost. <laughs> You I don't know if that's a compliment. It went from like, like oh yeah, okay, 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 and then bam. Bam. <laughs> not well, a cool buff, a but a crab buff. As in like, like thick, thick. Okay, like thick. Yeah, Tongchi yeah. and um, Tongchi is like, what's Tongchi in, the, in like English? Size, just mass. Size, like, just, okay, it's yeah. thick. Yep. Yeah, thick. And like, yeah, I remember. He, I was like, oh, this guy's a pretty scary dude, and 
I just, I just, we kind of did, we kind of saw each other. Like, we kind of like saw each other's eyes. I do remember it's that. It's like, I see you. And then like, okay, I see you. But we didn't say hi, yeah, right? Yeah, we didn't like, no, no interaction. Like you're pretty cold as well. Like you're pretty I cold. I was pretty, so if you saw me in high school, that means I haven't, at that time I wouldn't have known Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that, that was the time when I started to go back to church and like intentionally go. Like, yeah. yeah, but then I wasn't saved. So now that you mention it and talk about it, were you with your brother as well? Or you guys always together? We right? were, we, yeah, my brother and I were always together in one fam because yeah. we were like the only high schoolers at that time. Yep. But I remember, so I jokingly said over dinner, like, I remember I wanted to fight him, but that was a joke. But like, I think, I don't know what it was, like, the sinner or the just the background or I don't know what it was, but it's always like the first thing that comes to mind when I lock eyes with you, but back then, not anymore. I'll just smile at you now. But like back then was like, what's this guy looking at? Whoa. <laughs> and, and it's just it's, it's ready like to a, square up. It's like an <laughs> in, instinctive thing. Yeah. It's like, what's this guy looking at kind of thing? Oh, yeah. I had no ill intent, but yeah. <laughs> I just remember like, like who these boys Maybe, yeah. Because uh, yeah. we're, yeah. we're kind of like new kids on the block, to be honest. Right, because right, right. We just arrived at church. Yeah. Whereas like, like you were like pretty, part, like you grew up in the church. Is that, no, is no, that true? no. So I started coming to SEPC, which was the name back then. Well, I guess it kind of still, no. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. SEPC. And um, it was end of 2014. So this was when I was just going so see how term four of year eleven is first term of year twelve. Is that how it worked? No wait. No, anyways, like it was, I was going into year twelve, and yeah, that's when I came in because I had a couple friends that grew up in the church, and I was leaving my old church because of um what happened there. Mm. I think it was like I was going through this phase where like. I felt like I didn't belong in that church or that community. So I was like, oh, I have to, I want to go to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, end of 2014, mm. December-ish. Mm-mm-mm. Start of 2015. Yeah. I think, yeah. But yeah, that was my, f- I think, yeah. Does that make, does that You think you up? came like, yeah, a bit earlier than me then. Slightly earlier. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was quite new as well. Mm. But I wasn't there to make friends. I was just like, I just came in for service. I may have eaten lunch with like the few friends that invited me to the church and I just bounced. I just dipped. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Backseat. Like I was always sitting at the back. The bad boy. Church bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fine. What was your first impression of IJ then? Okay. Oh, I just remember like, oh, like, cause Keith is in my small group. Mm, yeah. Okay. So Keith, I remember Keith sharing like, oh, I'm going to bring a friend to church. So I was like, oh yeah, it's sweet. Like if he do, if we do get a chance, like please introduce me to him. I'd love to get to know him. But then, yeah, when I saw you, I'm like, oh, like he's buff. Like that's <laughs> the first, of course, I think a lot of people say that like, as soon as they come to the, like every guest that's been on. <laughs> What's your first <laughs> impression of IJ? Buff, Man, he's buff. But, um, but I also remember, not gonna lie, oh, he seems like quite a shy dude. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Because I shook your hand, but maybe it's because like you were seeing so many people. Yeah, yeah. You just had a slightly, slightly nervous look about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, he seems quite shy. 
Um, but his exterior looks like he's, it's trying to say he's not shy, but he seems like a shy dude. Yeah, no, you nailed that. Like, yeah. that's a, you, you, you read me well. Because yeah. I think that was very much so how I felt. Because obviously... You're overwhelmed. It, yeah. Right? You're I, like, so many... I remember the first couple of, like, weeks I was coming, I couldn't even walk into the church. Myself. I had to call Keith. Wow. Like, Keith, can you walk me in with me? Like, I was that... Because I, I didn't feel confident because yeah. I've never been to a church uh, this big. Okay. I've only ever been to small churches. Yeah. So it was just really overwhelming. So, yeah, you, you read that well. Because, yeah. yeah, I was very much so, like... I just kept meeting all these people and mm -hmm. I was just like, crap, I don't know anyone. Like, I can't remember anyone's names. You're forgetting, yeah, you forget everyone's names. <laughs> They're all like, IJ. And you're yeah. like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, you. Hey, bro. bro yeah. Hey, sister. Yeah. I, I just, oh, well, my first impression of you was yeah. that you were pretty much, um, you're very smiley. So hearing that yeah. interaction earlier, how you were a bit more of a reserved bad boy kind of thing really shocked me because like oh. you just seemed so like because you smiled you were really um like you gave off a really friendly uh mm. exterior and aura but um yeah i just remember but when i scanned you up and down like this dude's got style i was oh. just like i'm just like when i was looking at you i'm like he must work in newtown or yeah. <laughs> fresh from newtown, newtown or something right about it. oh really <laughs> I work in newtown, yeah. legit so i heard that well chan, chan, chan does just dress well yeah, hence, hence the beanie hence inspiration. Yeah, like I feel so honored. I got fed, <laughs> up to date fashion. This is there's a new setup. You yeah, know? they were very comfortable. Yeah. You guys wore beanies to make me feel comfortable. <laughs> you know? No, I, I, I just say I respect the drip, and uh, <laughs> no, I, I I always like your choices and outfits yeah. because it's very much so, um, yeah, so different. Yeah, you were saying I dress like a Filipino dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Maybe feel comfortable because like you want to be nah. Hey, are you? Are you? <laughs> are you? <up> there? <laughs> you could. You could be. Just no, the, the way. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that because like when people guess my nationality, mm. nine times out of ten, I will not get Korean. Really? No uh. one guesses I'm Korean. Like I get everything else, and Filipino is probably my top three. Nah. Are you Filipino or like? Because you got that swagger. Yeah, you well just like, got that swagger. So maybe it's my complexion. I reckon you can get away with being um like, even like, Kiwi. Kiwi. Like like really? one of those um. Yeah. No, I can kind of like Samoan because oh, Samoan yeah, Kiwis Samoan. look more yeah, Asian. Yeah, 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 than yeah. They do. Yeah. Really. I haven't heard that one before. Are you Chinese, Vietnamese, Filipino? Mongolian, Indonesian, wow, wow, everything else, Japanese, wow, and yeah, then yeah, but yeah, I just yeah, mm. and now that I'm like in person and you're wearing a t-shirt right now, like uh, it's debatable whether Keith has the biggest arms in church. <laughs> nah, he has it. <laughs> Seeing the angles, I was like, wow. Keith is watching this right now. Very yeah. impressive. Oh, hey, you, you got, hey you Keith, <laughs> IJ is coming for you, man. You watch out. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll he'll always be bigger than me. I feel. Oh no, he, I think he's surpassed me because I trained before him. I actually trained with him when he was starting off in his training. Oh, so wow. I've seen him kind of grow. There was that so discipleship relationship yep. at the gym. And what yeah. do you think I'm doing with Daniel Joe? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm building that boy up, <laughs> growing <laughs> physically and spiritually. Exactly. Wow. We we also read the Bible. Yeah. As well as trained. Wow. Yeah. We actually do that. We actually do think yeah. both of those things. What are you guys like? I guess it's a sidetrack, but what are you guys reading? Uh, right now, we're going through the book of James. 
because he oh, loves nice. his brother James. So <laughs> no, we're going through the book of James. And um, actually, funnily enough, we we at, we went through James chapter two and it talked about favoritism and stuff like that. And we yeah. we practically applied it. We gave each other the challenge of going to church mm. and trying to talk to people we don't talk to mm. and not be in our clique too much. And, and yeah. yeah. And then after that, we reported back to each other, like, who'd you talk to? And yeah. That was good. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. So we, we read through James in our small group as well, start of the year. That's oh, the book nice. that we started off with. And, yeah, it's a challenging one. Like yeah. it's like yeah, it makes you really assess yourself. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. Yeah. Yeah. There's one thing about Chan. Um Pops. The word that comes to mind when I hear the word Chan is the word metanoia. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Isn't mean? that your dad? <laughs> I think of your dad. <laughs> could you could you um could you explain what um because, well, for some context, Chun, yeah, Chun, Chun is also musically talented. Oh, and oh. debatable. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you are. And he shares gospel through art as well. Oh, and there, he does have a song called Metanoia. Mm. Oh, and yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Metanoia means to turn back from your ways. Yeah, like the the word. It's funny because. Well, first of all, James also had a history of writing gospel music. Oh, here we so go. If you guys try to, <laughs> do you have stuff on YouTube still? There was a phase. Yeah, we, yeah. we all had a phase. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. um, yeah. So metanoia is it means I got it from your dad. Like he was um preaching when I was fresh Christian. I just learned so much from him, and that's something that really stuck. And it. Yeah, that became the title of one of the songs or the first song I kind of put out on SoundCloud. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it means repentance or a change of mind or renewal of your mind. That's what metanoia. Uh, correct. Someone, someone, a Bible college student might correct me. But is that a, like a theological term? Or is, it, is it Greek? Or? It's Greek. Oh, it's yeah. Greek. Metanoia. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Never heard of that. No. I remember um, Chun... The first time I heard Chun rap was actually during the Easter Fair, and we had this um, that st- truck stage, and then oh. he performed Metanoia, and I was like, "Oh wow, pretty cool." Oh, <laughs> did you look up to him in that in that regard? Because you yeah, were back then, you were into like music, yeah, and, and, and rapping, um, and, and I was like, "Wow, this guy wow. is pretty cool. He's got some flow too." Ooh. Is is Metanoia still still on soundtrack? Or was that, soundtrack? that wasn't Bobby, right? I I don't think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I w- it is it is um okay. yeah so the lyrics came like like it was very heavily inspired by like more like Tupac's way of writing like Tupac mm. is very like story based but I guess I try to take that and then write it or do my own spin on it but mm-hmm. Metanoia is basically like my testimony in the ah. song yeah so mm-hmm. I made it ages ago when um I was still studying at AIM with like my close homies because they were producers and like I was studying audio mm, but yeah. um yeah you guys can still check it out sometimes I cringe at it but I don't like that was before but now it's like like for me my songs are like snippets of time it's mm. like how people write journals and like you know like they like to write like what happened right during that day or whatever yeah. for me it's like um yeah like my brain farts of that whatever i was going through at that time mm. so yeah so 
when I look at it, it's like I'm looking back in history of where I was at yeah. during that time to for me to write a song like that. Yeah. Wow. And it's like such yeah. a beautiful way to be able to to yeah. share your life or your testimony. And um, no, it's that's, it's such a blessing yeah. to it's be able to express mm. yourself in that way. Mm. Mm. But speaking of testimony, that was something <laughs> I wanted to ask you, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we've heard snippets of here and there through the podcast just now about how, you know, you were the bad boy at church, but you started coming back. So what what was the what was your history in terms yeah. of church and your beginnings? And where were you, I guess, before? Yeah. Um, you know, you came to that realization of falling Christ to yeah. to then yeah, switch. I just want to say I I didn't say I was a bad boy. You guys <laughs> put that image on me. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was just misguided. Misguided. <laughs> right, right, right. Um Yeah, so how so like where where I started from and until like before I met God, is that what you asked? Yeah, yeah. So, so what was your well, what was your fam- family background and in terms well, of when they all Christian or non Christian, like yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like kind of typical, like Christian family, and mm. yeah. So I grew up in the church. I grew up going to Sunday Sunday school. Um, grew up hearing preaching, and even at one point, like I was part of the children's choir, and I was very churched. Yeah, mm. I remember like one of my most like I have bad memory, but stuff that sticks with me, and because people tell me is. When I was like five years old or six, maybe like kindergarten or E1 or something like that. e one seven. But anyway, like I would, I used to wait. So because Sunday school for kids finished earlier. So I would finish and I would run to where the adult hall, hall is. And then every adult that came out, because I was waiting for my parents, every adult that came out, I would just like greet them and be like, Annyeonghaseyo, Annyeonghaseyo. every single one until they had my, I saw my parents and when like because it's like a, a little kid saying hello yeah. to ki- um, adults they would, they would be like oh and like what do you want to be when you grow up uh-huh. I would be like <laughs> <laughs> so which is like a, a pastor I want to be a pastor oh when I grow up. wow okay yeah. but anyways yeah so I was heavily churched until it's funny right it's so funny like yeah um, yeah and then so I grew up being church, being part of like children's choir in primary school. And then once I reached high school, that's when um, I started to think more about faith and stuff like that. Not just because like you've been told to believe, mm. but I remember a preacher, I can't remember who it was, but they're like, there's no such thing as a lukewarm Christian. Oh. And that mm-hmm. hit me deep. And yeah. I was like, wow, okay. Maybe I'm not a Christian then. So from then it just like church became like a Sunday routine place mm. and more and more I as I got so from E seven to maybe pretty much the end of E twelve, like high school, like um started to just uh do whatever I felt was right in my eyes and started to be a bit more naughty. Um, I was always an angry kid. I don't know where I got that from. So even from primary school, I got into a lot of fights, detentions, suspensions and that. And then, yeah, high school, that's when alcohol, drugs, Mm. and that stuff was introduced. And progressively, I got into, I went to better schools. 
So I started up <laughs> I started from Arthur Phillip in Parramatta. Oh, wow. <laughs> super ghetto school. And yeah. I remember like it it was known to be a very multicultural school. But that's where I learned most of my like naughty habits uh-huh, from. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then my parents saw that my grades were dipping and like I was like interviews, like they would share what I was like and they were concerned. Uh-huh. So they sent me to Tyndale Christian School in Blacktown, uh-huh. private Christian, smaller community school, uh-huh. which was like looking back, it was a good school. Uh-huh. It's just, I was just not for it kind of thing. And then, yeah. So around then it was when I was like, yeah, um, probably the most rebellious and the furthest away from God because I accepted the fact that I wasn't really a Christian. Mm. I only just went to keep my mom happy. Mm. And yeah, so it felt like because we have free will, God had attached like a solid like rope on me, Mm. but it was kind of like him saying, you do you, go explore the world, see what you want to like see and, you know, do whatever you want. You have that freedom. And I love you, but like, do do what you want to do. So I ventured the world. I partied, mm. you know. I did all the all the substances I wanted to. Mm. I, um, I wouldn't go home. Like I started to like rebel in that way. Mm-hmm. Like I lived life how I wanted to. Like whatever made me feel good. Mm. Yeah. And then um, it was when I got into twelve. Um, I finally got caught. So. Before then, like, my parents didn't know anything about it, but they just knew I was, like, drinking or smoking, but they didn't know I was doing more than that. That was a minimum that they knew. Yeah. Mm. They were like, oh, we we know you've been drinking. We know you've been smoking. But they didn't know about all the other stuff. Because they can smell it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, like, passive aggressive. You're like, hmm, it's like, oh, it smells like cigarettes. Or like, Uh. like, I'm Asian, so it's like, you can't hide the fact once you drink <laughs> and like, like yeah. all red. The and Asian like, flush. Yeah. Right. And then E12 was, um, I took drugs to a, a camp mm. and I got caught. Church, church camp or like school camp? School camp. School camp, okay. And there were a f- few other boys that were involved, but I was the only one who kind of, like me at the time was like, oh, I'll take it for the boys. I'll uh, take it, you know. So you fessed up. Yeah, right. I'm like, it was all just me kind of thing. Oh, wow. And then, mm. um, yeah, I got kicked out of, I got expelled from that school. And then for about a few months, I was just getting more into that. So I'd go to more parties. I'd do more drugs, drink more, do all that I could to kind of numb myself because I was feeling so ashamed. Because that's when my parents first found out. And how Korean communities kind of are, word spreads really quickly. And mm. um, yeah, that's when like people were talking about me. Mm. Um, they even announced it. Oh, don't have to talk about it. But like, it was, it was just really bad. It was yeah, a very yeah. dark time. Yeah. Mm. And that's when I think I hit rock bottom. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm. And my goal and ambitions during that time was like, I'm just going to, now that I'm out of school, I'm just going to move out. I'm going to become a drug dealer and mm. just make easy money. Mm. And just, you know, I'll just live with my friends and we'll get high. And that's that's my life. Like, mm. I'm happy with that. But then, like, for the few months or few weeks, several weeks that I was outside of school, like, and I was doing all that, that I thought was, like, making me feel happy. Mm. Like, 
at the end of every night, well, there was this one party one night where I was just high off my mind, but I felt so empty. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, what's going on? Like, mm. I should be feeling good. I'm with all my homies. Mm. We had a, this party's amazing, whatever. Like, but yeah, I just remember feeling so empty. And I woke up I- in the morning and I said, well, that's when I kind of prayed because all my friends, because I was at a kind of de- depressive state, like no school was accepting me. Like I was ashamed to my parents, like word spreading about who I, like the bad that I got into, whatever, got to me. And then, yeah, like my friend's advice, older brother's advice that I was hanging out with, it wasn't doing anything for me. Like it's okay, whatever, like Mm-mm. let's just get high or like yeah, yeah. whatever. Don't worry about it. And then, yeah, when I felt so empty and so lost and didn't know what my purpose in life was, mm. um, I prayed to God and I was like, God, if you're really there, like I've, I've heard and I've lived my life saying that, you know, the God of the Bible is the real God, like the one true God. If you're really there, then let me just get back into high school. Mm. Let me graduate and yeah, like I'll turn my life around for you. Mm. It wasn't the fact that I wanted to go back into school, but yeah. it was like, I didn't want to be a shame mm. for my parents anymore. Yeah. Like put, bring them down kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, let me at least go back. And if you hear my prayer, I'll turn my life around for you. Mm. And lo and behold, two weeks after I prayed that prayer, um, Regents Park Christian School, they called up <gasps> and then the principal was, was like, oh, we want to interview you, see how you're doing, like, or like talk about you, mm. you enrolling for our school. Whoa. Yeah, and then I got in and that wow. was the first time I was like, God's really there. He does really That's answer. That's amazing. Answer prayers. And then, yeah, from that point on, that's when um, I started to pay attention and like, seek what god was trying to mm. say to me wow and that's when i would have moved to this church our wow. church now one family and wow. that's when i Explore. saw james Explore. and yeah. i was like what's this guy looking at <laughs> <laughs> wait you went to my high school regions park yeah no way you went to regions Park. yeah yeah i graduated there man oh same what oh, the bro. <laughs> well there you go right, yeah <laughs> i didn't even realize Small that world. i just found that out wow. okay wow no yeah. that is all glory be to God, the fact that he showed up, he yeah. answered that prayer. Yeah. And it was, it's almost like the, the parable of the prodigal son. I was just about yeah. to say that. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Like, Cause you know. like that after I'd gone in, that's like before I could go any further from God and go to the wrong direction. That's when I started to feel that tug. So I was like, he let me freely roam. Mm. And mm. it felt like I got to the end of the rope before mm. it's like I was about to go all in, like away from God. And God's like, no, it's time to come back. And then, yeah. So I started paying attention in sermons. Like mm. one thing Brian, Brian Park, he tells me a memory about like how I was back then. was mm. like I would stand up or like put my hand up during the service or the sermon when the preacher's preaching. Um, when JY used to preach, mm. or maybe you weren't in the, anyway. And I'd start asking questions. <laughs> mm. I didn't know that was wrong, but like, I guess I, would, I wanted to know more and more. Uh, and yeah. And then, so 
things that the pre- like the word like when I started hearing God's word it started to slowly seep in and um yeah it was my la- it was the high school camp at um SCPC or one fam where um everything just kind of fell into place yeah it was like it's so the exact date of when I gave my life to to Christ and um when I had that when I received the Holy Spirit was um July 11th 2015 and that was my last high school camp and um yeah the words this was the first time that the word of God just like when people when Christians say that God speaks to you through mm. his word mm. it was the first time I got to actually experience it myself wow, and it came exciting. to my heart yeah, 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 yeah and it was Proverbs chapter 3 mm. verse 5 6 and it's like uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will set straight your paths. Uh-huh. So your path. So, um, yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me is like, what's my purpose? What mm. am I doing here? Mm. Why am I like, what's the point of life? And those are the questions I was asking myself as like a 17 year old. Wow. And then, yeah, God was just like, just trust me, man. Wow. Live for me and you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm. Like, you can trust me and I'll take care of everything else. And that day, that night was when I said amen wow. for the first time and I, I meant it. And that's yeah. when I, you know, submitted. Yeah. And yeah, and it was it was such a, it's a unexplainable, um, yeah, feeling and yeah. um you know, experience because like, yeah, everything that I had grown up in, all the head knowledge, mm. all the church stuff, it all just hit me like at once. Mm. I was so overwhelmed. Wow. And Ange Senior was someone who, um, shout out to Ange. <laughs> Ange Senior <laughs> was um, the one who was kind of walking me through everything. Mm. Like she was really there for me at the time. And yeah, she was explaining the gospel through and through and mm. Yeah, like at because it was hitting me so much and it was so overwhelming, I had to legit like tell her to stop. Like mm. uh, I I'm I'm understanding but like it's too much to like take yeah. in. Like the, the grace like, of yeah. God, the yeah, gospel yeah. message wow. is so powerful. Like yeah, yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, man, like since since then, July eleventh, twenty fifteen, I've been, you know, I'm born again and mm. I've been walking with the Lord since. Yeah. No, that is such a beautiful story <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. praise the lord i feel like i've shared it so much but it it's always comes out, out a little bit different but no yeah. but um no i really appreciate you sharing and i appreciate your sheer vulnerability and bravery to be able yeah. to just speak the truth and in mm. every aspect because i think it's important to always talk about our brokenness and where we've been mm-hmm. and and how god can can heal can mend and and how we through our brokenness we can see his glory yeah. so it's just wow now like yeah. can't even express in words yeah. how uh, uh, i guess encouraged i am to to hear such a i'm glad man it's the grace message. of god it's just Amen. it moves moves us like nothing else you know like yeah yeah like, i think i think that's the first time i heard your testimony to be honest really yeah i think so I did. I did know like you had a history, but like uh, in detail, like this. 
Yeah, there's a lot more, but like it's not necessary. Uh-huh, it's like uh-huh, the sure. highlight has, to, you know, it's <laughs> what God yeah. did at that moment, and you know, um, yeah, to to take in the sinner like me, mm-hmm. like who rejected him for m- most of my life, uh-huh. and yeah. So that that was your past. What does the future look like for Chun, Mister Chun? What does the future look Ooh. like? Yeah, where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? That's a good question. Um, so, um, I'm actually praying and I think I'm still looking like the in the near horizon. Like, mm. I'm looking into full-time ministry. Mm. Yeah, like we have a group, shout out to Lyft. But Lyft is a group in our church, uh-huh. in one family, uh-huh. where a group of us were looking into full-time ministry. So like, uh, <laughs> whether it be pastoral ministry, yeah. uh, missional or council, I don't know, like there's a lot of different avenues, but um, yeah, man, like potentially like after working for full t- as a full-time worker for a couple of years, like I want, I'm thinking of either getting trained or to see if I'm fit to be, um, yeah, um, a full-time minister mm-hmm. of some mm-hmm. some sort. Wow. I'm still figuring it out. Like seminary yeah. is like where I'm looking at, and I do have my um, mentors and pastors within our church as well that mm. have been guiding me and questioning and walking through different um, aspects. And yeah, I think yeah, it's funny because like I shared that story of like when I was little, I used to mm. say to like adults like wow. I'm gonna be a pastor. Yeah, yeah, it's something that I'm being seriously praying about now so um yeah man that's wow. something that yeah that is I mean, it's full circle <laughs> how god yeah this is like it's, it's pretty probably wild saw you as a me. child be like it's gonna be wild it's gonna be yeah. a wild story <laughs> yeah um but yeah the present me i'm just i'm making coffee i work in hospitality uh-huh, uh-huh. um and i think even like what i'm doing now it's um God building my character to yeah. for him to use. Yeah. Like yeah. I've like I truly believe I'm built for hospitality. Like mm. I love it sounds weird, but I love being part of a team to serve people. Mm. Like I don't mind doing the dishes or mm. doing mm. the bin runs or mm. stocking stuff up. Of course it's tiring and yeah. it shows. Like I'm just yeah. tired, physically drained. Yeah. But to bring some bring a, a service to someone and make someone's day or mm. you know the do the best i can to you know um right give today. you yeah give you your the best long back you could have or right, right. um for you maybe chamomile tea <laughs> <laughs> we don't have chamomile tea but yeah yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah like it's yeah i think i'm just walking through and enjoying the process i guess of um who god is mm. shaping me to be wow so, yeah. that's so encouraging do you guys think like yeah it's a random question, but it's a question I've had in mind. Do you guys think that the more you get to know your earthly dad, the more you kind of realize who you are as well? I feel you. That's, um, yeah. What do you think? Like, I feel like I've been talking so much. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're the guest, of course. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, well, earthly dad is in like, our biological father. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm definitely a replica of my dad, even if I don't mean to be, but as a child, you absorb everything that your parents um, do. And so 
yeah, I, I know for a fact, I think I've said it in the previous podcast that I've like picked up the good and bad habits of my parents and especially my dad. Yeah. Like, yeah, in the past, my dad had his own issues and um, the way he responds to things is very emotional. Um, and I notice that I respond in the same way or I'll, if I reach my capacity and limit, I, yeah, I, I, I get really like either angry or upset and I, and I withdraw. And so I know that that is definitely a true thing in that, mm. yeah, the more you grow up and you realize and, mm. um, and, and become more self-reflective, you come to realize, wow, like I am like my dad or I am like, like my mom. My yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because I asked this question because like we talk about purpose and where we're headed. For me, like sometimes I catch myself doing the same thing that my dad used to do. And then like I realize, oh, my dad used to do this. Uh-huh. And like back then, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know why like he was doing. Your, save your kiddo every morning, not <laughs> and um, get up at four a.m. and pray for an hour. And, you know. Not, not those. Are not no, like small, like small. Those things as well. Like small things too. Small things. Like, oh, oh, like, small things too. I thought you were saying those are small things. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Like, like little, like little actions he will have, or um, like habits he would do. Habits he would have. Mannerisms and um, yeah, yeah. Like, say even like going, going to the sauna himself. Yeah. Like my dad used to go to the sauna him just himself in order to like just just, just to think sauna sauna, sauna. Mm. is that you pronounce it sauna yeah um and like I, I'm, I'm I catch myself doing it as well and back then he would always ask me to go with him to the sauna um here and there and I would I'll be like why do you love the sauna so much yeah. or sometimes he'll just take like alone time yeah. very often yeah. and I feel like. The more I grow up, the more I realize why my dad did certain things ah, when, okay. when I was seeing, when yeah. I was when he was still here. Yeah. So it's it kind of it kind of shows me like okay, this life is really interesting. Um, my dad is like this as a person, and I'm here slowly becoming <laughs> somewhat of a like image of my yeah. dad as well, and. Just on that, like, you know how like your story reminded me of like the prodigal son, and going back to your heavenly father. Mm. How is that like replicated or like mirrored to going back to your like earthly dad or like? Um, how does it compare? How does it Looking compare? Looking at my earthly dad, yeah, yeah, compared to my heavenly father. That's a good question. That's an interesting question. I didn't see this one coming <laughs> at all. That's good. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but I have a question for you too. But like, uh, well, I guess we'll come to that. Yeah. If I don't forget <laughs> it. But um, I think as a a lot of the traits that I used to. So my me and my dad's relationship now, we're so good. Like before I moved out last year, I was sharing with you guys before the pod. But like, yeah, we I grew up arguing with him and f- fighting with him a lot because of like my stubbornness. And I felt like I got that from him. But there's so many good traits about my dad that I'm kind of reflective of. Like how I'm a people person. I love being around people. I love, um, yeah, just experiencing joy and laughter with people. So Mm -hmm. very like sociable and I I get that from my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, But also like the stubbornness or like the slight anger. Like there's a lot of traits that... (sighs) 
I don't want to say like this, but a lot of bad traits that he has that I have too. Mm. But I guess like I, uh, when I saw those bad traits in him, that's when we would argue a lot. Mm. But that's when um, now looking at it in hindsight or like when I see myself now, I'm like, man, I'm so much like my dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like maybe it's because of like all the fighting that I only I chose to see all those bad traits, whatever. Mm. But and like all my good, like all the good sides, I was like, oh, I get it from my mum kind of thing. Mm. But mm. yeah, like I see myself and I'm like, I am my dad's son. Mm. Um, in terms of like when I see the father, I think because I've received the Holy Spirit and I'm born again. Um, see how I told you, like the way I used to assess people is like, what's this guy looking at? Mm-hmm. And doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl, like it was just like, what are they staring at kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It's just like hatred or malice. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that flipped as soon as I was, um, I came to faith was like, you know, this other person is also created in God's image, just like I am. Um, so I think my heart for people of like my empathy or like my mm. sympathy for people, mm. I think, um, yeah, it just, it's just flipped so much to the point where, yeah, like a lot of friendships, but even like strangers, like I see different now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's reflective of God's love for people. It's a reflection, mm-hmm. but of course it doesn't come close to how much God loves us, right? Do you feel like um cuz when you're bo- like w- when you were, when you were born again Christian, your yeah. view of God like d- your view of God did change as well cuz yeah. cuz like obviously like before you're born again, you view God as like non-existent or even not the God of the Bible. A God, yeah, I just thought like the God of the Bible is just something a person made up kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, yeah. ever since that perspective changed, do you think, do you think, do you feel like that influenced your perspective of your dad as well? Mm. Like your perspective of your dad changed after your perspective of God changed? Yeah. Because once I've understood who God is, and how much love and forgiveness and mercy and grace and, you know, mm. um, he was full of mm. and that he could li- love a sinner like me. I guess like, yeah, I was able to um, reflect on, I guess, how I was looking at my dad. Mm. Yeah. I think like because he's my dad, you want your father figure or your role model to be a certain way mm-hmm. why can't you be good at this why can't you be good at loving yeah why can't you you know be a bit more patient mm. why can't you um use better words mm-hmm. to communicate why can't you communicate and like there's there's so many layers but when i understood god it helped me understand who i was and who people Other like people, people wow. are like yeah. we're sinners yep yep and just how, just like how I'm a sinner, yeah. my dad is just as much a sinner. Mm. And just as how I'm imperfect, mm. like my dad is an imperfect mm. um, creature amen, as amen. a present. So yeah. it's like, yeah, like I was sharing with you guys earlier. We had a lot of chats before too, but <laughs> um, yeah, one of the biggest things that helped me build the bridge back or like um, have the relationship with my dad today was um, 
I just got to yeah see how I was treating him and um the passage where Jesus says like hypocrite you see the speck in your brother's eye but you don't see the log in your own it hit me just so hard that it brought me to tears and I had to come to repent and yeah mm. I remember being in my room and I'm like far out like I'm such a sinner mm. like I expect so much from my dad mm. to be a better or you know be a certain way mm. but look at how I'm treating him you know, am I being loving? Am I being patient? Am I being co- like l- good with my words? You know, mm. Um, mm. yeah, and I actually just repent before God and before Him. I was like, mm. I've been so bad to you. I'm being so foolish, and you know, <laughs> and um, it's just funny because he's like, good, <laughs> 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 like it's good that you realize kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what I expected. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. like at least you hear me. Yeah, yeah. I just hear response. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah, it was your fault. Like you should have realized this kind of thing. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, it's the work of the Holy Spirit, right there. Even <laughs> like, yep, miracle here. Mm. But yeah, the, yeah, before you guys ask me more questions, my question was going to be, oh, do I remember it? Um, do you feel like like you were saying you're becoming more and more like your dad do you feel like it's a result of you observing him growing up and you just try you mimicking it or do you reckon it's the actual like you are so you're genetically or you're designed or created so much like your dad like, like your a personality. subconscious reaction yeah. yeah is it like is it like nurture from what you saw or is it just like your nate like is it just built nature. in you. Mm. Yeah, it's in your nature. Like, you're like your dad. That's a good question. Yeah. Do you think, yeah, like the sauna thing, maybe because you grew your, grew up seeing dad that it's like, you know, you're like, oh, sauna is a good thing. Because yeah. sometimes, like, sometimes maybe it's just the um, steps of me coming, coming from a youth to a young man to actually becoming a man and like my dad's past those stages in life maybe it's just natural it's just natural like for everyone yeah i think it's nurture definitely nurture not Mm. specifically to me Mm. but at the same time like of course um of course like seeing him do certain things i would probably probably replicate and how he would solve problems would be how i would try my first instinct would be to solve the problem the same way my dad solved that problem so it's it's interesting because you know that you know that um quote not that quote what's that thing they say we repeat the sins of our father have you heard of that or something i think i've heard something along the lines yeah but like it's something that like i've been thinking about recently as well um it's crazy how it's crazy how sometimes like um we would, because uh, I know this um, Navy SEAL guy. His name is Johnny Kim. He's like a doctor, astronaut, and oh, a Navy yeah, I SEAL. think I've seen an article. Yeah, yeah. And he grew up in an abusive household. Mm. And you would expect someone like him to copy like or replicate the sins yeah. of his father. Mm-hmm. But he's gone like the c- complete other way. Mm. And it's, it's just so fascinating to me how people can break the cycle. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's. Uh, how did you find that interesting? It mm. makes me so it, like you saying that reminds me of the episode where your brother was on. 
because I I'm a I'm a huge fan of the King Kong <laughs> podcast. I yes, watched sir. the episodes, right? And <laughs> I remember Daniel was sharing how he was the he was the naughty one in the family, or like, and then you observing him uh-huh. made uh, taught you oh. how not to act or how how right. not to be. Right. So I guess in the similar similar way, like we can sometimes observe how not to be from our mm. from our environment, or, like or environment. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is unfortunate that you have to go through that experience, yeah. but yeah, the outcome yeah. would be different. You might yeah. you might follow the footsteps, or mm-hmm. it might deter you from yeah, those footsteps. Yeah, like I'm never gonna be like that. Yeah, you know. True, true. Do you have yeah. anything to add, add as well? No, I I think I agree with that. I think it's definitely nurture nature, but yeah, that that's a good point that you brought brought up in that. Yeah, it can definitely vary from person to person depending on their reaction to what they see. Because I thought, yeah, yeah. Because for me, in my own experience, I definitely, actually, no, yeah. I, I let's say, I there are things that I have taken from my dad, and there are things that I haven't. Where mm. I'm like, no, I would never do that. Mm. So there are things, whether it be like you know his good, hardworking nature, or you know his gambling in the past. I, mm. I never gamble because of what that put our family yeah. through. So you know, it's just kind of those things where I'm just like. No, there, there is, even though, but then there are other things I can't even help that I, I take from him at, uh-huh. at the same time. So I feel like you can't totally be unaffected, but at the same time, you can choose what can yeah. affect you or not. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Mm. I really agree with what you said earlier as well, just the, um, how your understanding or knowledge of God also provides knowledge of yourself mm. and then others. It's not, it's that way. It's mm. that specific order rather than yeah. I know myself first mm. and then it's always God first. Yeah. Once we come to understanding of who God is, we know who we are as a person and mm. how sinful we are. Mm. And that com- and then our knowledge of ourself or as a human being mm. brings to knowledge how sinful other yeah. human beings can exactly. be as well, how That's corrupt right. we yeah. can be. Yeah, it's like loving hor- uh, vertically first to then teaching us how to love horizontally yeah if we were to put it in yeah terms of relationship yeah because if we're called to be image bearers the more mm. we understand our father it's like we helps us understand how he wants us to be t- to our neighbors like how what you just said but i just said it again <laughs> <laughs> in a different way which is good it's like yeah mm. slightly different. but do you know there's also one thing i wanted <laughs> to say about your testimony that i found really encouraging and um i wanted to say that like i love Yes, there was a change in like the prodigal son, but I feel like your testimony is more than just a moral conformity where, you know, my life was this and I changed this, but rather there was more of a deeper nuance of an understanding of who you are before God and, and, and an understanding of how fallen and broken we are. But then in at the same time, the grace, the sheer grace and that, you know, our, our, our lives walking be- aside God isn't just us being morally upright, but rather an understanding of the deep connection and the deep sacrifice Jesus made for us and that affection there. And I think that's so important to highlight because I feel like as Christians in a conservative church or in uh, the conservative um, you know, church circle, there, I feel like there's always a, a, uh, this kind of pressure to be like, you have to do good, you have to be better, you have to read more, you have to pray more. Yet, like It's all about us doing, doing, doing. But before we even get to there, the new ones should be like, where are our affections toward God first and foremost? Yeah, and why? 
why do you have to do what you you know are so told to do yeah you know like why do you have to pray why do you have to read the bible what's the point you know you know being mm. asking the question of why why does it matter what what do you hope in yeah what do you (laughs) hope in Sorry, that's the theme of the next King's oh, Army yeah, event. Right. What yeah. do you hope it? But yeah. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> but no, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, it, it's it's a big, important question. And you saying that is because I've, you know, in my years of walking alongside Christian men, discipling them, um, I've always asked them the question, why? Yeah. And because they've grown up in church, done all the right things. And then they say that I've always asked, so Why? Do you want to become a Christian? Why do you think you should do that more? Oh, just because it'll help me in this. But why? Because yeah. of this, this, this. And like, and then you end up getting to the point of like, so why do you, what's the point of all doing all that? And it's like, just cause? That's all they get to. And I think that's a danger in itself to just be trapped at the moralistic end of our um, faith. But it yeah. should be, it's more than that. But Those, it's so important, mm, right? It's mm. so important because like, I feel like there's so many, the reality is so many people are just so churched. People mm. that have the background of growing up in the church, mm. they believe themselves to be Christian mm. because you, you've experienced it enough. Mm. You've heard it enough times, you know it. Mm. So I'm good kind of thing. Yeah. I know Jesus loves me and he died for my sins and he rose again. And if I believe in that, yeah. you know, I'm saved. But like you you know it, but do you really know it kind of thing? Do you, if do you it, really know it? Yeah, is it yeah. written in your heart or is it yeah. just written in your mind? Yeah, kind do of you, thing? yeah, do you submit to that? Does that mm. change the way you live and mm. how you live your life? Exactly. And how you see other people? Yeah. Um, if the reality of what the Bible states is ap- like absolutely true, mm. what does that mean for you? Mm. Like, how, how should it change the way you live or, you know, the mm. things that you have to lay down Mm. in order to live out that life or, mm. of what God says to be true and what we're to follow. Yeah. Like, and mm. if you aren't transformed by it, if you aren't being mm. shaped by God's word, mm. um, then where, where, are, where is your heart really? Yeah. You know? So like these tough questions I think is important and I try to have it um, yeah, more with like brothers in the church, but it's easy how do i say it i don't know it's easier to stick with the brothers that i guess like you know um are saved and you just have these conversations because i guess there's a time and place where is what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it would be unloving to constantly question someone's faith but it's an important discussion to have and Mm -hmm. to pray over for Mm -hmm. someone you know it's Mm -hmm. like no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like this podcast specifically was one of the most Bible-centered podcasts we have had. We should be. It should be more like this. Yeah. <laughs> not saying. Not saying that others were like bad or. Um. No, I think. I think it just depends on the guests and uh-huh. whether they want to share where they are or not, and it's it's yeah, up to them. We're not true, gonna true, true. have people here feeling like they need to bear all because it's it's a hard thing to do. You better preach. The <laughs> next the next guest better preach. 
Marty shared pretty. Yeah, Marty come back and <laughs> do better. No, no, Marty shared you, a lot, and nah, he, he actually yeah. read the Bible. Yeah, and I, was had, very, I was encouraged too. Yeah, so just kidding, Marty. But I think we're we're we've gotten an idea of Step different up. brothers. No, I think I think it's also great to show that there are brothers in different seasons of life. Agreed, agreed. And then they can be sharing at certain levels, and that's okay. And but then at least it'll help us to communicate with each other more. Yeah, and you know. From tonight, there is a lot of things I didn't know about you. And yeah. actually, you know, it's actually really, well, I actually have been having the same prayer as you in that I've been thinking lately if I should switch from my job to full-time ministry. Oh, so wow. I've been actually talking to Pastor Jacob and he's given me a couple of wow. things, uh, homework to speak to certain people and stuff. So hearing hearing you what you yeah. said, I actually lit my eyes on. I was oh, like, wow. oh, bro, Looking I'm in like the same too. prayer life at the moment. I am yeah, thinking about the mm. same thing. So we'll see how God, um, yeah, yeah, how God turns yeah. things out to be. We might go to the same college, you know. Bible college. We went to the same high school. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. It all just, it's just all adding up. <laughs> it's just place. God's plan God's, is just like God's bam, bam, bam. Silent sovereignty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> silent sovereignty. If, if that's a phrase from it's today's sense. podcast, okay, it would then. I'll just silent sovereignty. Chun's basically the new host of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Jin. No, 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 no. no. Uh, you have to give where credits. You have to give credit where credits due, and you know, like. Yeah, nah, it's, you guys, you guys made the conversation possible, I think, like, the questions are, were well thought out, the meaningful, and, yeah, man, I'm just comfortable on this couch, you gave me tea, Bobby was here to comfort me at the start, <laughs> you know, it's, it, so, it's, thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> For those that's just listening, I'm just, I just slapped um, James on the, yeah, on the lap, because, on the lap. That's his love language. Yeah. Slap him on the knee. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that was a very deep talk. Uh, yeah, man, that was fun. Thanks, thank, uh, thanks for coming on board uh, the podcast. Any final words? Yeah. Any final words? Um, um, no, nah, just like. I hope this this uh, podcast can be a good avenue for, I guess, because like as you said, like for someone who's new coming into church, our mm. church, it's very big church. Yeah, there's so many small pockets of groups that yeah. are already established, mm. and it could be quite intimidating for someone who's new. So, mm. hopefully, this becomes an avenue for um, our church to, I guess, really connect. Even if you're, we haven't had a conversation yet like i guess to say like we're all in the same body and mm. you we should be able to just have these conversations when Amen. like if we ask each other like if you were to come up to me and be like so how did you meet jesus or when did you meet jesus like i feel like that's the biggest linking factor for different christians like even you guys like if i wasn't a christian i don't know if i would be your friends do you know what I mean? That's, that's the beauty a of being thing. It's in like, the body of Christ. For sure. Yeah. Like we have so many different backgrounds, so many stories, but the factor that links us all together is the grace that we have received Amen. from Christ and choose to live by it. Preach and, it. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. So yeah, man, like King's Army, 
Let's get it. Like let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, let's go for Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. And um, do you guys have a next guest already lined up? Because ah. I was a backup guest. <laughs> We're at the end, so I can. Well, I can. Most likely, I was going to be. I was, told, I was asked yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, I'm really, I'm really like ecstatic that you were able to make it. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Man. Do you want to impersonate our next guest? It's the man who was supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, how do I impersonate him? Yeah, I don't know how to impersonate him either. Actually, I haven't interacted with him enough to kind of get his mannerisms. If I was to describe uh, him, you do it. Yeah. He's a. He's a deceptive bloke. Deceptive. I don't, so. And deceptive as in a good way. Hi, Bobby. Because he's not what you expect, but he's everything that you expect a good man to be. Uh. I'd say he's like, um, one sister's words, he's like a true gentleman, is what Ooh. someone said. I remember describing the next guest. Um, very funny guy, I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Pretty funny, and what else? He's a bloke's bloke. Like he can talk to him about sports. You can uh, talk to him about yeah. you know. But very, all I, all I'm, all I hear, like whenever we say hi, it's always, "How's it going, Chan?" Or like, "Hey, Chan." Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's a really good impression, actually. Yeah. Oh, impersonate his laugh. Okay. It kind of like it's like his laugh is always like a. It's a crescendo. It's a climax. crescendo. Yeah, it's a crescendo. It's it like goes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Let me do that again. That wasn't a good take one. Take two. Take two. He kind of waits for you to like laugh with him, and then after he gets that feeling, he laughs out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones, yeah. Wow. But oh, that's yeah. good. True gentleman coming, coming next. I'm excited yeah. to have him also mm. and to hear from him as well. Yeah. Well, other than that, that concludes tonight. Episode seven of King's Army Podcasts. Lucky number seven. Yes. Wow. God's number. Privileged to have the number, <laughs> man. Oh, good. Well, you've been listening to the King's Army Podcasts with your host, IJ. James. And our guest. Chan. Till next time, stay classy and God bless. Adios. <laughs>